The More Cowbell Show. Brought to you by SEC Country. And now, your host of The More Cowbell Show, Brandon Walker. That's me, Brandon Walker. More Cowbell, the Mississippi State podcast presented by SEC Country. We are officially rang in here on a Wednesday, our next-to-last show here at SEC Country. We've got one show left, and this circus is over. They're kicking us out in the street. And you know what? Thank God, Landshark. Thank God. Because I'm just I'm lacking the motivation to come up here and, and drive in traffic and get up here every single day. But I'm going to be doing it from home very soon. The Brandon Walker Studio is under construction. I have kicked one of my kids out of his room. Brandon Walker Studio has taken over that. Uh, we, have, uh, we have painted it. We have bought stuff. We've, I've got the equipment. i got my camera. The new show will be in effect very soon. We'll also have the podcast. Everything that we do now will be available once I leave SEC country, except I'll be in charge of it, and nobody can tell me when to stop, all right, because I ain't doing that again. Not going to do it again. Now, got my daughter Emma here. Say hi, Emma. Hi. Ow. You all right? Those things will bite you. You got to watch out. I, I, sorry. You okay? All right. All right. More Cowbell, the Mississippi State Podcast, presented by SEC Country here here on a Wednesday. I just uh, I don't know what to say. Today we're going to talk about SEC Media Days, preseason projections. I know that some people don't care about preseason projections. I personally do because where you end up in the season, if you win six games, seven games, eight games, nine games, often depends on where you start. You need to start at a good spot. And I'm a Mississippi State fan. I'd like to see Mississippi State get the credit it deserves. When it has a team like this, it deserves credit. It deserves more credit than LSU has got a garbage head coach. It deserves more credit than so many other teams that have garbage this year. We don't. So we're going to talk about preseason coverage and everything else. We're also going to talk about Sports Illustrated's top 100 players list, top 100 players, Sports Illustrated College football. It's one of the worst lists in the history of sports media. I'll discuss that in just a minute. Chris Lamonis, the new head coach of uh, Mississippi State. I've got a couple of observations about Lamonis now that he has been officially introduced as the head coach at Mississippi State. Got a couple of those, and we've got a shot of Jack to end the show. It'll be the last shot of Jack we do on this particular show. Uh, it's it's a good one. It's a good one. Three clips today from one of the greatest wins uh, that I can remember in Mississippi State recent history. Now, before we get started, I want to say this beautiful Mississippi State uh, polo I'm wearing uh, with the Mississippi logo, this Adidas polo, this uh, this bell right here, the Junction Bell. You can find them both at maroonandco.com, at maroonandco on Twitter and Instagram. The best store, the most pleasing store to get Mississippi State gear. It's it's not a hassle. It's not crowded. It's a great place. They got a lot of square footage. Great place on Highway 12 in Starfield. Go there. It's uh, it's the best store to get Mississippi State gear. It's the one that helps me out, uh, keeps me looking good. Did you have something to say there? No. Keeps me looking good. Keeps me in maroon. So maroonandco.com. Check them out. Now, I want to start by talking about SEC Media Days. SEC Media Days will be coming up July 17th, I believe. That's uh, the week of July 17th, at least. And I know, and I just said it, that a lot of state fans don't care for preseason rankings, and that's fine. I understand that. I do understand that. There are some fans that say, you know, we play better when we're not ranked. Well, that's categorically untrue. That's not true at all. And if you're one of the top 25 teams in the country, if you're one of the best teams in the country, you deserve to be treated like one of the best teams in the country. And this year, Mississippi State is bringing back so much. They've got so much talent. 
they are going to be one of the best teams in the SEC. I, as a fan, want to see them treated like one of the best teams in the SEC. I don't want them put at 24 while LSU, who has the worst head coach in the conference, is up at 11. I don't want them put at 24 while Texas A&M, who's done nothing, uh, gets ranked ahead of them. I don't want them put. Them, I don't want them unranked while Florida, who went four and seven last year, gets ranked. No, I want Mississippi State to get their just dessert. I want just rewards. I want them to get what they have coming to them. Mississippi State going to be one of the best teams in the SEC this year. So let's talk about that. And all the magazines that have come out so far, all the magazines. Uh, Phil Steele is very bullish on Mississippi State. He picks Mississippi State to win double-digit games. He thinks they're going to win at least ten. Uh, I'm you know, my I think 10-2 and two is my pick as well. 9-3, uh, you know, depends on how we get there. Wouldn't shock me, but 10-2 and two would be my pick. Does this stuff matter? Not really. No, not in the long run. But it kind of does also. It kind of does. How high you get in the regular season is dependent on where you started. Scenarios like 2014 when Mississippi State went from unranked to number one, they don't happen very much. They don't happen. If you're going to get very high, if you're going to get in that playoff discussion early on, if you're going to be somebody that matters in college football, you need to start off pretty high. I mean, you're not going to go from unranked to top five in six weeks. That's a rare, rare scenario. I want to see State start in the top 10 to 15 range. That's where I want to see them start. I believe I'd put them anywhere from 11 to 14. That's where I would put them. If we want to be a contender in the SEC, and we're there, we're there. This team can contend in the SEC. I'd like to see Mississippi State treated like a contender. Coming into this season, Mississippi State should be the fourth highest ranked team in the SEC behind number one, Alabama, number two, Georgia. Number three, I will give them credit, Auburn, although I do think Mississippi State will be better better than Auburn this year. I think State's a better team, but Auburn beat us 49-10 last year, had a decent year, went to a New Year's Six Bowl. They deserve to be where they are, so I'm fine. But I think State should be the next highest ranked team in the SEC. Alabama and Georgia, unquestioned number one. Auburn next, at least until – Mississippi State beats them, and then uh, after that, anything less than that is a slap in the face at SEC Media Days. What I fear is when the media comes together in Atlanta, when they come together, you're going to have the LSU writers, you're going to have the Ole Miss writers, you're going to have the Texas A&M writers, and State's going to slide down that list a little bit. You're going to see Mississippi State pick to be fourth in the West, fifth in the West, uh, sixth in the West, which would be a gigantic slap in the face. Now, again, there's probably someone on Facebook Live saying preseason rankings don't matter. And on the surface, you're right. You're right. But again, I want Mississippi State to be treated like a contender because they have built a contender. That's all. Sports Illustrated is a, is a long-trusted name in sports, sports media. Please sit down. Long-trusted name in sports media. And if they continue putting out lists like this, that will that will not be the case anymore. They will be long gone and forgotten. Sports Illustrated came up with a top 100 players for 2018 college football. They released it recently, and it is god-awful. It is atrocious. You know, I was uh, talking to somebody about a job recently, and and they said, you know what, Brandon, we like you. I don't know if we can hire you, though, because you've said so many controversial things. You've said things about Ole Miss. You've said things about LSU. And I, and I got to thinking, I was like, maybe I, have, maybe I have said some things I shouldn't have said, but I'm going to keep saying them. I'm going to keep saying them. I'm not going to whitewash myself so I can fit in somewhere. I'm going to keep saying them. And Sports Illustrated's list is embarrassing. It shows a complete misunderstanding of football, a lack of understanding of football. It's like my daughter, who's never watched a football game in her life, put together a top 100 list just based on the name she liked. That's what it's like. No offense. 
Nick Fitzgerald at 41. He's the 41st-ranked player in the country, according to uh, to Sports Illustrated. Mississippi State only had two players on the list, on the top 100 list. They got Jeffrey Simmons at number 77. They got Fitzgerald at 41. Ole Miss, who will probably go 5-7 and seven this year, has four players on the list. Fitzgerald at 41, I don't like it. He should be higher. He should be a top 25 player. But at least I understand that you can say, you know, coaching change, injury. You can say some things to to back up Nick Fitzgerald being at 41. Jeffrey Simmons at number 77 is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen sports media say about Mississippi State football. Jeffrey Simmons is one of the top 10 to 15 best players in the country. He is going to be a first-round draft pick slam dunk. He is one of the best defensive linemen in the SEC, in college football. Jeffrey Simmons is one of the greatest players in college football this year. At 77, that tells me you've never either watched a Mississippi State game or you don't know what you're talking about. One of those two things. Montez Sweat, not on the list. Montez Sweat led the SEC in sacks last year. You know who is on the list? Alabama defensive end Isaiah Bugs, who had 1.5 sacks last year. He's number 91. He had a sack and a half. That's 11 and a half sacks behind Montez Sweat. And he is on the list, and Montez Sweat is not. Joe Jackson from Miami had six sacks. He's number 70. There's no defensive end on this list as productive as Montez Sweat, and Sweat's nowhere near it. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I get sensitive about the media. If you're going to cover college football, please know something about college football. If you're going to cover the SEC, please know something about the SEC. And I guarantee you there's 14 coaching staffs in the SEC that know who Montez Sweat is, but Sports Illustrated doesn't. It's amazing how bad this list is. It's amazing. I'm just getting worked up. Getting worked up on a Wednesday. Sorry. You want me to calm down? Yeah, I did. I spit on the mic. It's okay. I spit on the table. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's a dirty table. Chris Lamonis, the new head coach at Mississippi State University, new head baseball coach. I saw a couple of things. I have a couple of observations here. First of all, Jack Kruger is a player that played one year at Mississippi State in 2016. Uh, he was a catcher, DH, um, did a lot for Mississippi State. Very good player, moved on after one year. Jack Kruger, after Chris Lamonis was uh, hired, tweeted something out. He tweeted out uh, that he almost went to Indiana to play for Lamonis when he was getting recruited. It was down to Mississippi State and Indiana, and he almost went to Indiana and, and played for Lamonis up there. He ended up coming here because it was too hard to say no to Mississippi State baseball. And I just wonder, I just wonder if that was a key point in John Cohen putting that name in the back of his head. I'm sure he's crossed paths with him many times before, but Chris Lamonis almost beat him for a recruit in 2016. John Cohen's still the coach. Chris Lamonis at Indiana with that to offer, almost beat John Cohen for a recruit with so much to offer down here. I wonder if that kind of played, not played into the hire because he had to do a lot more research, but I wonder if that planted a seed that eventually grew into this hire. Uh, change uh, Change the bottom there. Change the bottom. Second observation here on Chris Lamonis. JT Ginn is a first-round pick from Brandon, Mississippi. Throws 98 miles an hour. He's also a great position player. One of the best players to come out of Mississippi in years. A tremendous baseball player from Mississippi. He was drafted in the first round, I believe, with the 30th pick, I believe, by the Dodgers. Uh, He's looking at about $2.3 million signing bonus to sign with the Dodgers, but he hasn't signed yet. He is thinking about either signing or going to Mississippi State. I know Chris Lamonis has already talked to him. According to reports, Chris Lamone is trying to talk him into coming to Mississippi State. As a fan, I would love to see JT Ginn come to Mississippi State. It would be great. It would be awesome to have a player like that. And I know 
a first round pick not going to college and go or not going pro and going to college happens every now and then hasn't happened to us yet so eventually it's going to happen to us and it might happen this time uh, I can't believe it's even a discussion though I, it's it's amazing to me that it's even a discussion you got first round money first round money on the table it, it, that guy's a stronger man than me JT Gannon and his family are stronger than I am because I would have signed that offer in seconds maybe that says more about me than it does about them it would be incredibly impressive if Lamonis pulled this off. I don't hold it. I don't hold him to it though. If he doesn't, it's a non-starter to me. Cuz you're you're up against you're up against major league money. So if he doesn't, it says nothing about him. It's definitely not a failure, but if he does, wow, what a first statement. What a what an opening statement as the head coach at Mississippi State. Jack Crystal, the greatest to ever do it. The greatest to ever do it at Mississippi State. Landshark, he's not listening. I, I need I need the Jack Crystal clips. Oh, I okay. Jack Crystal, the greatest to ever do it at Mississippi State. He uh, he did it for fifty five years. The greatest play by play announcer in the history of college football. He was ours. He was Mississippi State, and he was uh, he was the greatest. And in my new studio, there will be a picture of Jack Crystal smoking a cigarette in the background. Uh, that's Facebook dot com slash the More Cowbell Show. That's where the new show will be now. Every now and then on the show, we listen to clips of Jack Crystal to enjoy our day. That's what we're going to do today. And we flash back to end this uh, run on SEC Country. We flash back to 1999 when this happened. Bulldogs with three wide receivers. They've got a four wide receiver package now. Again, Matkin ready to work. Drops back to throw. Sets up. Is being hurried. Is being hurried. Fires it upfield. Passes caught. And driving toward the goal line and scoring is C.J. Simone. He was wide open, Jack, about the 15-yard line. That's C.J. Simone's. You know it. I know it. Ole Miss leading Mississippi State 20-13. to They had been leading Mississippi State 20-6 to in 1999 in the Egg Bowl. The year of the comeback, the year of the miracle. Mississippi State started 8-0. They had comebacks against LSU. They had comebacks against Auburn, against Kentucky. And now in the Egg Bowl, down 20-6. to uh, they had scored earlier to make it 20-13. Then C.J. Sermon's wide open, found by Wayne Mackin from 38 yards out. Ties the game. Ties the game against all odds. All of a sudden, the, the place is going crazy. Davis Wade Stadium's going crazy. Jack Crystal uh, calling it. Did, will you put your teeth in your mouth? You're not Hugh Freeze's daughter. Jack Crystal, uh, Jack Crystal calls it perfectly, and that led to this. And this crowd is alive in Scott Field. As Romero Miller's ready to work, rolls back to throw, is going to fire long down the right side, passes, fought for it, intercepted. Mississippi State down the sideline, is going to get out of bounds at the 26-yard line. Eugene Clinton was the man that picked it off. And there are eight seconds left in the ball game. That's Eugene Clinton. Again, with Jack Crystal calling it, I can see it. I can see it in my mind. I can see it perfectly as Romero Miller stupidly threw the ball down the field. I have no idea what Cutcliffe was trying to do. I have no idea what that coaching staff was trying to do. Uh, I've never seen anything as dumb as trying to push the ball down the field when they could have just run the ball and go to overtime, but instead Miller throws it down the field. It gets intercepted. Eugene Clinton runs down the sideline to the 27, setting up this. Rob Morgan will hold at the 33. Scott Westerfield will try to win this football game for Mississippi State. We'll wait the snap back. Crowd gets quiet. It's put down. The kick is away. It's long enough. It's high enough. Wrap it in maroon and white. Wrap it in maroon and white. 
Bulldogs go out in front, 23 to 20. Four seconds left in this ball game. Mississippi State's going to get a celebration penalty. They sure are, Jack. People are running all over the football field. I'm talking about life. I'm talking about one of my favorite moments ever. Next to my kids being born, at least a couple of them. One of my favorite moments of my entire life happened when somebody else kicked the ball and when somebody else talked into a microphone and said, wrap it in maroon and white. That was fantastic and legendary and a perfect way to end the Jack Crystal uh, tribute here on More Cowbell, the Mississippi State podcast presented by SEC Country. Man, we got one more show. Why is that on the screen? We got one more show, and you can tell. We got one more show tomorrow. Uh, more Cowbell here on uh, SEC Country. I'll have Turp out here. Turp, you getting a haircut? You'll be on screen tomorrow. Landshark, going to comb your hair? You'll be on screen tomorrow. Well, uh, you're going to wash it today. All right, fantastic. So we'll have everybody out here to uh, celebrate the, the end of this particular version of the show until we get into my version, which will be coming up very, very soon. Let's go ahead and shut the podcast off. We'll keep the video on for a little bit. My name is Brandon Walker. You've been listening to More Cowbell, the Mississippi State podcast presented by SEC Country. Uh-huh.